Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Short Tales, a series of short stories and reviews written and read by me, Damien Robb. We'll get to this month's review shortly, but first, what do you know about metaphors? Do you remember first learning about them, perhaps in a warm classroom years ago? The room's heating a blanket laid across you, your attention split between the teacher's description and examples, and a bird hopping around outside. You watch the bird, taking in its movements and form. Its beak, a spear, its feet, two mini pogo sticks, its feathers, a coat of browns and creams, and its eye a small black marble. As you watch, you have all these thoughts and descriptions running through your head so that it isn't until later that you realise you completely missed what the teacher had said. This review is on metaphors. A metaphor, most simply, is the device of using one thing to describe another. Which on the surface is simple enough, but it becomes infinitely more complex as you consider the infinite amount of things that exist and the infinite comparisons that can therefore be made. It's having all the stars in the sky and the ability to draw a line between any two of them, for example. And what's so amazing is that with a splash of creativity, you really can draw a line between just about any two things. A storm can be an orchestra, a cup of tea the brown of a fly's eye. In fact, I would argue the further apart two things are, the better the metaphor they create. It becomes more engaging, more absurd yet understandable, and in that understanding, more magical. Whereas two things that are already similar barely deserve the title of metaphor. Comparing a cup of tea to a cup of coffee is a weak line to draw. And worse, it doesn't define or describe the object in a way that heightens it above just saying, I was drinking a cup of tea. My own history with metaphors is a short and simple thing. Prior to getting into writing, I wasn't too bothered with what constituted a metaphor or how it was defined. Then after I began writing, I wasn't much better, with some lingering confusion between a metaphor and a simile that I was too embarrassed to admit. The difference isn't major, but it's there, like an eye floater passing across your vision, out of focus but impossible to ignore. And therein lies the difference, that example just there. I use the word like, a clear sign of a simile. A simile suggests a comparison, using the words like or as to buffer it and create some difference. A metaphor, on the other hand, isn't so polite. It grabs the two disparate objects and forces them together while yelling, these two things are the same, at least abstractly, and primarily at the point of comparison. E.g., The difference between metaphors and similes was an eye floater squatting in the corner of their vision, 
small but impossible to ignore. Metaphors also contain within its category many other specialised types you may be familiar with, from allegories to hyperbole, parables to puns. It can take the form of an entire story or a bad one-liner from your dad that makes the whole family groan. Again, this rather simplistic idea that comes across as small with easy-to-understand boundaries is instead a piece of rubber, able to morph and stretch to fit multiple moulds. Metaphors are anything but simple. Given this complexity and prevalence in our language and literature, a good question to ask next would be, why do we use metaphors? To answer that, let's first ask why we make comparisons at all. Primarily and initially, it's as a survival tool. Comparisons at their core are a form of pattern recognition. If you can compare two objects and find a similarity, however spurious, then you're on your way to finding a pattern. And our human brains do love a good pattern. Because recognising patterns has regularly kept us alive. This can be for positive things, such as recognising the plant that has the tasty root vegetables hidden underneath. Or it can be for negative things, such as recognising the plant that poisoned our brother last winter. Extrapolating from there to describe a certain negative type of person as that toxic vegetable in order to warn others to stay away from them uses that pattern recognition as an easy way to get the message across without having to detail all the ways a person is toxic. And what's really interesting about metaphors is the brain can respond to them literally, while consciously understanding them as the descriptor they are. A team of researchers from Emory University reported that when its subjects in their laboratory read a metaphor involving texture, the sensory cortex, responsible for perceiving texture through touch, became active. Metaphors like, the singer had a velvet voice and he had leathery hands, roused the sensory cortex, while phrases like, the singer had a pleasing voice and he had strong hands, did not. Even common phrases that are used so regularly that the metaphor goes all but unheard, such as, I had a rough day, causes this effect. Of course, It's not for survival that metaphors are used in writing or speech. It's for something larger and more speculative. My theory? It helps rein in the infinite. The universe and all it contains is so impossibly big, so impossibly complex, but making metaphors and drawing lines between the infinite helps make it all seem connected, simpler, smaller and easier to understand. It is more complex than the RAM in our heads is able to process, so lacking an upgrade, we need a way to organise and minimise all that data. Parcel it up, squish it together so it becomes digestible and fileable, even if only from a distance. Metaphors are one of the ways we do this. Stories are another. They exist primarily as a search for understanding. And while we are unlikely to ever fully reign in the infinite, we can look at a cup of tea and notice it is the same brown as a fly's eye. Or hear a thunderstorm and recognise it as the same cadence as an orchestra. We can draw a line between two stars and make the infinite that little bit smaller. I hope you enjoyed this month's review. And if you write your own review, send it my way. I'd love to read it. And while you're at it, if you just want to say hi, you can do that too. You can email me at shorttales.podcast at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at MiddayPajamas. Until next time, this has been Short Tales, and I've been Damien Robb. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 